Welcome to the Wow Marriage Podcast. In our marriage, we had a blast in the whoa, this is awesome phase, struggled and endured through the what was I thinking phase, and fought hard to get to the wow marriage we have today. It's our goal to share with you some practical tools, biblical principles, and help you reach the wow marriage and stay there. So buckle up, get ready. It's going to be a great ride. Now let's get going. Welcome to the Wow Marriage Podcast. I'm Chris. And I'm Lisa. We're ministers at Abundant Life Church in Radcliffe, Kentucky, who focus on marriage. Welcome to today's podcast. Foreplay. Are we we allowed to say that? Yeah, I just said it. (laughs) I just said it. Hopefully your kids aren't in the car. Now, what we want to discuss today is sometimes perceived in the Christian community, especially as maybe taboo. Controversial. Right. And there's a couple of different aspects of this that we're going to cover today. One of those aspects is what it looks like as far as the difference between your spouse, whether male, female, uh, men and women are different, but so perfect together. From my perspective, the foreplay that, that I'm talking about when it comes to my wife doesn't start when the lights go down or, you know, 15 minutes prior to intercourse Um, foreplay in a marriage is something that's almost ongoing. It's, it's constant, it's communication, it's body language, it's, it's looks, it's subtle touches and things like that. And in the beginning, I remember your foreplay and my foreplay were, were quite similar. I mean, we make eye contact and then boom, it's on like Donkey Kong. And now, (laughs) (laughs) what did you want me to say? When we, when, when I think about what it's like now, when you have life going on and jobs and children and all that stuff, well, now foreplay takes a little bit more, um, of my mental power to, 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 you know, make things happen the way I would like to see them happen to where we're both comfortable. We're both in the right frame of mind. We're both prepared and, 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 and ready to give a hundred percent of ourselves. So I think the biggest thing is men are more visual and physical. Women are more mental and emotional. Okay. And so for you, as a man, it's much easier for you to get in the mood. Are you trying to say I'm easy? For me, like Sunday morning. (laughs) As a woman, I have to be in a state of... Um, mental space and emotional space where I feel safe and secure. I need to know that I can be completely emotionally vulnerable with you to allow myself to be physically vulnerable with you. Amen. Does that make That's sense? That's good. Yeah, and I, I get that, that, again, we're we're so different, and I, I, I don't claim to understand women to the, to the level that, women understand women much like you don't understand men the way men understand men but when we're talking about foreplay it's not a it's not just the physical acts that lead up to sexual intercourse it's 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 this whole um 
I, I don't want to call it a, a song and dance yeah, to make it trivial, it's but, but it is a process in which we're going through. And it's the process that, number one, keeps that flame going. Mm-hmm. It, it keeps the, the, the relationship healthy because, again, you can have it all together mentally and physically be a hot mess. You know, a lot of men today struggle with the bondage of pornography. And if if those um, if that was your experience or the only your exposure exposure to had. to uh, what a relationship looks like between a man and a woman on the physical side, you're probably going to be very disappointed when you get into the bed with your spouse because. I could go on for days about this, but I don't think that the way those people are treated in those videos is any way, shape, or form the kind of way that I would want to treat somebody that I that I love and somebody that I believe respect. God gifted me, and yes, ultimately that I respect. So I don't want to go into all of that, but when we're talking about foreplay and what does that look like for a man and for a woman it could be eye contact just little subtle gestures things that happen throughout the course of the day that that puts you in a position to where you're prepared to be vulnerable with that person you know later on you know sex is supposed to be fun it's not just about procreating right i think one of the things that we struggled with a lot early on was um you were you're very much physical as a man and there were a lot of touches that would take place throughout the day and while you didn't intend them to be sexual touches all the time i i took them as that and where as a woman i need more non-sexual touches um for me to to feel valued and again vulnerable Right. Safe being vulnerable. And so I think for me, I had to change the way I viewed what you were doing and not look at every time you touched me that you were treating me like a piece of meat. You were, I was that important to you and you looked at me with um, desire, which is a good thing. If you're going to desire a woman, I want it to be me. I don't want it to be someone else. But I, I, in my own mind, I placed such a negative connotation on those touches from you. Right. And I could never wrap my head around that. I didn't right. understand it because that's not necessarily how they were meant to be. I'm just, again, like you said, just physical in nature. I just, I want to have my hands on you. It didn't necessarily mean that I was expecting that that was going to activate your, you know, senses to the point where you're like, yep, let's get in the sack. Let's go. So outside of that, you know, we're talking about the differences again between a man and a woman. And when does that, that process start? Well, for me, again, I said it earlier, it's ongoing. It's something that's constantly happening. Everything that, that every interaction that we have, Again, it's not, please don't hear me say everything I do is to make sure that my my (laughs) wife wants to get in bed with me that (laughs) night. That is not my point. But my point is, uh, what I'm trying to bring out is that everything that you do, everything you say, they all have an impact some way, shape, or form, positive or negative. Yeah, one way or the other, for sure. And that can be a, a crucial part 
of the foreplay because like you said um, we've we've talked about different things that we've read and some people um, have have also read I'm sure the the love languages book that had a huge impact on the foreplay in our relationship it and our marriage did. because it wasn't because I didn't know how to make you happy or how to please you um, physically but knowing that I needed to do uh, again, these certain things that were going to put you in a place where you were excited as I was excited. You know, we, last night, we had a great night. We celebrated Lisa's birthday. And at the end of the, the, the night, after dinner and all that stuff, we sat down and watched a show together. And that, for for my wife, capped off what was, was a, a wonderful ending. night. <laughs> it was the perfect ending. It may not have been what I wanted to do. Um, you know, I, I could have, you know, been selfish and, you know, okay, well, if we're, we're going to bed now, I would just like to, you know, catch up on the basketball game or something like that. But you have to be in a position where, and, and this is just Chris's perspective, when I approach anything with my spouse, especially in this area, I think about, okay, I love you. And my sole purpose in this is to make you happy. Mm-hmm. It may and you do a great job. Thanks, at buddy. That. <laughs> and it may not be doing the things that I like. Mm-hmm. You may not like things that I like. I may not like things that you like. But I would dare say that it turns me on when I know that you're doing something that you necessarily might not love because you're doing it because it makes me happy right and that in itself is 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 huge yeah i i 100 percent agree with that i think that the selfless mentality absolutely is very important as it pertains to um foreplay at the same time there has to be a level of mutual respect and boundaries absolutely um so while it may not be easy to have a vocal conversation about it, it could be very important. It's, it's, I absolutely think it's necessary. Very transparent conversation about what each other is comfortable with as it pertains to the physical aspect of it. And this could grow. I mean, just because um, something is off limits or all, out of bounds today doesn't mean that necessarily you might not get to a place where that does become an option or whatever. I'm not, again, I'm not the, 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 the sex police, <laughs> you know, I think that God's read, word is read song of Solomon. Yeah. God's word has got <laughs> plenty of, of, of descriptions of situations that, that, you know, they could be perceived as foreplay. Just like you just said, the, the mm-hmm. book of uh, the book is full of things that if I think about them, especially as they pertain to my wife, that's probably all I'll need for the rest of my life. (laughs) You know, but at the end of the day, the whole point is, you know, we have to learn one another. We have to figure out what each other likes, what we don't like, know what we're comfortable with, and be willing to to be sacrificial in those things for for one another. A hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, The other thing that just um, occurred to me, too, that I think is important to discuss is the fact that 
intimacy is not to be used as a weapon or a tool because when that happens, that creates boundaries and walls that will prevent it from being a healthy atmosphere. Yeah, that that's that's you, something that we probably could do a whole podcast about. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, that's a really big topic because the 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 walls that could be put up could be devastating to yeah. your marriage. Um, and we've it, been there, but we have we've been there. We've been in a place in our our marriage where it was not um blatantly used as a weapon but it there were circumstances and situations that happened where we um you can stop now all the people that are listening to this <laughs> podcast just realized i'm not perfect <laughs> i'm not perfect but it we got put ourselves in a situation where each of us at different times um withheld from each right. other for one reason or another. And when that happens, it creates um, scars within the emotional well-being and the emotional space of the other. And it takes a long time to heal that. And it takes a long time to get back from that right. where your your intimate life is healthy again. Absolutely. And so, you know, all that being said, intimacy is not a weapon. It's not a manipulation tool. It's not something that that should ever be withheld because of um, a desire to change something within the other person. Right. Change something or, you know, as a a vindictive tool, like, you know, to get back at or whatever. You're just opening yourself up to a whole, you know, nasty mess of of things. There's no level of foreplay that will quickly... Um, tear that wall down. So in a, in a healthy relationship, so we've talked about, you know, some different boundaries and parameters and things like that. So tell me something specific, be specific about, you know, when you think of foreplay with me, what exactly are you thinking? How, what is your thought process, you know, throughout the day, whatever that looks like? So for us, I think, um, one of the things that we, the places we got to is continuous communication for me is so vital and important. The fact that you think about me all day long, and I know that because you're emailing, you're texting, you're calling, um, whatever. And it's little things just to say, hey, I love you. Hey, how's your day going? Hey, I hope you're having a good day. Mm-hmm. Um, stuff like that. Um, the fact that if I said, hey, will you dance with me tonight? Um, and even if you had some other agenda or something else that you would rather be doing and, and have expressed to me, Hey, I want to do this tonight. And I knew that, but I said, Hey, you know, would you mind, will you come dance with me? And dance is not a metaphor for the horizontal polka. She literally (laughs) means dance. Yeah. Well, I, we, we dance well together. I like our dances. Um, but yeah, just, I mean, turning on some slow music and dancing in our bedroom because, that I enjoy that with you. Right. And so when you, when you make those decisions and those choices to, to be obvious in your concern for me, 
Right. Well, and, and people may not have the same luxuries that that we have as far as the communication and things like that. But they are things that I know that we do back and forth that kind of keeps us, like you said, in constant communication that lets the other person know that we're constantly, you know, thinking about the other one. But we learned that, though, we learned that about each other. It didn't always. Right. It, it, you're right. Way. It wasn't something, you know, even when we had cell phones before, you know, we did a lot of the emailing. And stuff, these was things that were happening constantly. Like we, you know, we talked to people that say, you know, oh, you guys went on, you know, this trip and I don't, you know, I haven't heard from, you know, my wife in three days and or I haven't heard from my wife or my husband in four days, you know, and you say, well, I've, I've been talking to Chris every day or I've been having conversations every day with Lisa. Well, how does that happen? Well, it's because purposeful. out of sight, out of mind, it isn't necessarily, you know, positive for a healthy marriage. Just because I'm not visibly in front of you, um, it's important that, that I let you know that even though you're not here, you're here. It's establishing the value that I have in your life. Right. I'm important to you. And for me as a woman, knowing that I'm important to you and knowing that you are considering me, that allows me to feel safe and secure and allows me to um, uh, be uninhibited in my vulnerability with you. I understand. So what I would say to the husbands is learn your wife, what speaks to her and what allows her to feel that safety and that security. And and if you if you truly want to have a powerful and healthy healthy sexual relationship, learning how to foreplay with one another mm-hmm. is, is really it really is the key. I, I would I would just say it just like that. That is the way to get what you want. Now, I'm not trying to say you should be manipulative, but at the end of the day, if if my goal is to have a great sexual relationship as well as a mental and spiritual relationship, I have to work at that. I didn't just wake up and all of a sudden become a disciple of Jesus Christ. I had to work at it. I had to make some decisions to lay some things down in my life and chase after God. I, I have friends in my life that if I want them to be you know, good friends, I have to learn them. I have to know them, like know what they like, know what they don't like, and be able to feed that. Your relationship with your spouse is way more important than than most of the other ones, minus your, your relationship with Christ. And a lot of times, people just take it for granted that now that we're married, everything just happens. No. Well, I think, too, the other thing is... Um, you have always had such a consideration for things that I've been going through. So um, just to share a little bit, um, you know, physically, I went through a lot of things for us to be able to have children. And um, as a result, I had to have a full hysterectomy. Well, and with that happening, it created changes in my body. And I was adamant that I wasn't going to use medication Um, But it changed my body. And instead of becoming uh, angry and upset about that, you were compassionate and understanding. 
You're giving me way too much credit. And at the same time, because well, there were times when it when it wasn't that way. It was a struggle. I didn't, I didn't, it didn't understand. Come easy. Yeah, it didn't come easy. But you made it a point to to research it, to figure it out, and to understand what was going on. Right. Um, at the same time, I had to make a decision that I was willing to. Um, Go on medication because it's what I needed to do for my body physically to be able to um, have that intimacy with you. Um, not because of anything that, that you were or were not able to do for me, but because my my body had changed. My hormonal s- system changed completely after that surgery. And so uh, the biggest thing is, you know, we were in that situation specifically, we were intentional. Right. To, to make the changes that needed to be changed. Yeah, we weren't willing to to succumb to, okay, well, this it's is just, just our way lot. It is. This is, yeah. yeah, this is going to be how it is, and we're just going to be stuck, you know, in this rut. Because like you were talking about earlier, that can build, build up all kinds of walls and barriers and, and put your mind in places that it, it shouldn't go. Again, I, I would just let your own imaginations, you know, think about that for just a second. You know, if, if all of a sudden, you know, we went from, you know, all the way at the top of the mountain as far as our, our, our love life sexually and then all of a sudden it dropped down to zero this mm-hmm. is this is an open door policy for the enemy to come in and maneuver his way into your life and now all of a sudden you have you know men that are you know addicted to this or they're looking for affection in this area yeah. or just the same opposite for 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 females this is the way for some guy to come in and start paying you compliments and all of a sudden you know what was an option or wasn't an option for your for your spouse before now all of a sudden this guy's getting all kinds of attention to you and all of a sudden my attention now doesn't seem to have any kind of impact and you're looking yeah. the other direction yeah it, it you're right it definitely opens the door for the enemy to come in and the the enemy um has tactics that aren't always obvious they're subtle and without being guarded and without being uh, aware and alert. Pastor Marty used to always say that too. She always used to make this comment about, you know, the enemy. Like people say, well, I fell into sin. You know, I just, and then maybe it's just because I've heard it from her so many times that you don't just fall into sin. Right. It doesn't just happen. But honestly, that's not what we're talking about. Right. We're not, you know, going down that rabbit hole of, of talking about the the, the, the the whole <laughs> ugliness of it. We want to get the point across that, you know, for number one, foreplay is not a sin. Foreplay is an expectation. It's an expectation between two people. It's completely and it healthy. And it can be fun. And it's it can positive. be enjoyable. Absolutely. Yeah. It, it, it's, you know, God created and designed us in such a way that that intimacy is meant to be enjoyed. It's Absolutely. meant to be fun. Um, All right, it's not. We've said this before. It's not just for the point of procreation. Right. Right. God has given us an uh, 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 the tools, the the, yeah. the the physical makeup to enjoy something. That's why it feels good. That's why yeah. it not just physically but emotionally feels good. It makes you happy. There's reasons behind that. It's all by design. And too, you know, in a moment of intimacy. The endorphins and the the chemicals and everything that are are moving in your body. There is no point in which 
we feel closer to one another than right after that intimacy. My endorphins are moving right now. (laughs) Seriously? I'm sorry. (laughs) No, you're not. (laughs) Okay. I'm not really sorry. This is just who we are. Just saying like it's important that's why it's important it you know there that physical closeness create it it can continues to to tighten that bond and it continues to tighten that that connection with one another right and so you know never get to a point in your marriage where you're not being intimate with one another right and i think you know to 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 kind of wrap this all up you know Foreplay is not just the physical stuff that takes place prior to intercourse. Foreplay is something that's constantly happening. There's there's a constant, you know, effort and a constant work that's going into, you know, putting yourself and and your spouse in a position to where you're ready to be vulnerable, you're completely uninhibited and you're prepared to to, you know, have the mindset that I want to make you happy. You want to make me happy. And that's where the most beautiful lovemaking happens right there. Yeah. Yeah. Learn each other. Identify those boundaries. Be respectful of each other. Um, Identify what speaks to each other. The love language book, um, it calls it, you know, filling each other's love tanks. Um, It's part of it. It's part of, definitely part of the foreplay. Oh, absolutely. For sure. Absolutely. So, Know your spouse, know what is and isn't, you know, okay. Mm-hmm. And, and again. Be willing to be adventurous too. Yeah. It's not, it's not just, it's not just here are the, the, the rules and, 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 and you can't go, go outside them. The rules are set by, by two people that are in covenant with mm-hmm. themselves and with God. And that right there is, is the, is the, the, the path, if you will. Anything that happens inside your marriage bed that was consensual and it wasn't, you know... Between husband and wife. And, 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 and wasn't, you know, something that was demoralizing or, you know, painful, whatever that looks like, you know, I would say is completely up to the two people involved. Right. 100%. 100%. All right. So just uh, we're going to wrap this up. We thank you guys so much for joining us today and listening to our podcast for play. <laughs> We've enjoyed uh, talking to you today. Make sure you look us up on Facebook and follow our, our page. Check us out at www.thewowmarriage.com. Send us your questions or your feedback to thewowmarriage at gmail.com. We look forward to getting those questions so we can answer them right here on the podcast. Who knows, you might even inspire a future topic. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to the Wow Marriage Podcast. We pray that the experiences shared today will not only bless you, but inspire you to have your very own Wow Marriage. To stay connected, please be sure to subscribe to this channel and also visit our website at thewowmarriage.com to watch this podcast and others in video. We call you blessed in Jesus' name.